Thank you for listening to the Reconnect Marriage Podcast. I'm Dr. Steve Call. And I'm Lisa Call. And we are dedicated to having conversations that cultivate connection in our marriage. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for joining us in this uh, podcast. Lisa and I are with you and having a conversation uh, around the topic of the impact of internal scripts. And we have uh, we've referenced internal scripts before in different ways, but we, we thought we'd spend uh, this podcast on uh, really honing in on wh- what do we mean by that, and and how does it play out in our in our relationship? How does it impact our marriage uh, relationally? That at times I think we're often not aware of. It, it's a it's a topic and a way of uh, navigating. Some sometimes I think difference and misunderstanding and confusion and when we feel disoriented and there, there are different uh, relational experiences that we have that I think and we think are often connected to uh, the notion and experience of, of internal scripts. So, so what do we mean by that? Uh, internal scripts really are just what do we say to ourselves when an event or an experience occurs. It, it really is about... Uh, often a reactive response to something that occurred uh, relationally between us. And we develop early uh, this script, language, words, that are spoken uh, internally almost, uh, as if we are speaking to ourselves, but the other can't hear it, but we can hear it. And sometimes it can be very loud. And it is a script, meaning it has been rehearsed, I mean, sometimes it can be very quiet as well, because I think if we're not aware, we don't, some people might be saying, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't have that, you know, because I think it's so embedded in how we're, how we think and respond that we don't even notice that we are saying something to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so it does take a little bit of practice for some people to go, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. And then maybe listen and start becoming more aware. Yeah you know, of what, what's happening. So mm-hmm. I think for some people it can be really loud and for some people it can be non-existent. Sure. It, they th- so they think. And right. then as we begin to practice, you realize, wait, because I mean, for me, I think things come up all the time. Like, wow, I'm saying this to myself right now. I, d- I didn't even know I was saying that. You know, I think the the major me- ones might show up, yeah. but sometimes the more subtle ones mm-hmm. that are just so a part of what our, what our thinking already is. Yeah, that's a good point that maybe some of us aren't, uh, really even aware that that's true, that we have these scripts, that we have this way of thinking, feeling, believing about ourselves that's been practiced and rehearsed and named uh, often. And so our hope in this is that uh, some of you might just begin to be aware. Uh, the invitation that we're offering you of beginning to be aware of that internal script or, or, or plural script that occurs for you. So here's an example. Uh, this past summer, Lisa and I, uh, we went to dinner uh, at at a newer restaurant. It is an Italian restaurant. We were on the Oregon coast. Uh, you, I think you had been there before. And so mm-hmm. you were really hoping uh, that we would go back and enjoy it. And I was too. And we walked in. The The, the hostess uh, guided us, I would just say, to a table that was in the very back of the restaurant. And uh, it was near the busing stations. It was near the kitchen. It was near the the door back to the uh, the what's that uh, the dish dishwashing area. So it was it was noisy. It was distracting. Uh, and as we sat down, uh, or as we were beginning to sit down, 
I was aware of, I really wanted to ask for a different table. I really wanted to just say, would it be okay if we had, we could, could we wait for another table? Could we wait maybe for a table in the front? I, I had all these thoughts about what I might want to express or what I want to actually put into words around what I need or what, what, what I or we would like. And I didn't say anything. And I didn't say anything because my story, as some of you know, is that I have had to work hard in my own family of origin to not be a bother, uh, to not be an inconvenience, uh, just fly under the radar. That, that was the way I survived. That was the way I, I think, successfully survived relationally, that simply just to do what I'm supposed to do, but don't be an inconvenience and don't be a bother. And so uh, as, I, as I, we sat down, I was, I was aware of something. I mean, I was a little edgy. I was a little, I would say, preoccupied, distracted. And it, it, in that moment, the script is something like, it's not worth it, or I'm not worth it. Uh, it's not worth being a bother. Never mind. And that was the script that was occurring for me. Sometimes it's just a few words. Sometimes it's a sentence or two. Often not more than that. And, and what happened for us is, I think that script was so loud uh, the, as we were sitting there and, and you were, you were aware of, Hey, what, what's going on? Like you were actually able to ask, you, you seem a little distracted or you seem a little mm-hmm. preoccupied. And so I think we had a, a really good conversation about that, uh, in those, in moments where we'll, we'll get to that about how do we react to the other's internal script. But I think part of, part of it is that we're often not aware how disruptive and even disconnecting sometimes the internal script can be is that I, I, I wasn't fully present. I don't think I was as engaged as I could have been. It was your birthday. We're here to celebrate you. Mm-hmm. And I got preoccupied by it. Yeah. And I, I don't think at that moment, obviously, we weren't really able to unpack no. where that came from. No. But I knew there was a little distraction. I knew that you weren't quite happy with our table. But I think maybe there was this long wait for another table. And mm-hmm. I just wanted, we just were both hungry. We wanted to eat too. So the distraction was there. And I think oftentimes, we're sort of waiting through something that we know something's going on, something's right. happening between us. And we know it's like, I mean, the tendency is to point a finger like, well, it's your fault. You're being distracted, mm-hmm. you know, but when as later, when we were able to really understand what was going on and you were, I think you were able to say, wow, this is connected to this story that mm-hmm. I was telling myself mm-hmm. because of my family of origin. So then as we unpacked it, we, we just get a greater understanding of what was actually happening. Mm-hmm. And then it's not, we're not as prone to pointing fingers like it's your fault. It's my fault. It's the waiter's fault. It's, you know, yeah. Which is, it's easy to either point the blame towards self or other in moments like that. And, and the hope in the awareness of the script is that it, it creates a sense of connection or a sense of understanding it in a way it can diffuse the tension or the energy or the explosiveness that occurs for us when those internal scripts are loud or, or embedded in a way that we, we can't say or think or feel anything else. So sometimes it's a, just a natural response to a situation. Here, here's another example. Uh, <laughs> I would just say we have lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Unfortunately, we have lots of them. <laughs> but the, uh, <laughs> the other night, uh, we're sitting down. I think we were sitting down to dinner. Right, the two of us, Lisa and I, are sitting down we're to dinner. Almost gonna sit we're down to almost dinner. Sitting, call- oh, that's right. You were making dinner. I was. I was coming in. You said, "Hey, it was a nice night because you had made dinner." You said, "Hey, dinner's ready." I'm. I'm coming in. I'm walking in, and, and 
I'm I, I I walk toward the table and I see uh, on the other side of this we have this uh, sunroom area and I see Lisa's feet and she's sitting on the couch with the door closed in our sunroom <laughs> <laughs> and she's talking on a phone on her on her phone and she's actually talking to her, do- while, to her the while the dinner's sitting on while the table while the dinner's sitting on the table so I sit down and and, and you know he said okay I gotta go and you 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 came and sat down which was great and then the phone rang again and. It was our daughter, and our daughter's in college. It's her first year of college, and you answered. And and immediately, I, I got really irritated. Like, can't yeah. we just have Zero 10 to minutes? 100 in two Zero seconds. to 100 in two <laughs> seconds. I got really irritated, frustrated by it. Like, can't we even have just 10 minutes? We're both been very busy today. I'm looking forward to connecting with Lisa at the table for dinner with dinner, and our daughter calls, which, you know, on a scale of one to 10, you know, it's not that big a deal. It, it's maybe a one or a two in terms of the... Um, it was the timing. It was the timing. And and I think here's here's what happens. In that moment, if you could be at the table with us, you might say, hey, what's the internal script? Steve's internal script is, again, I don't matter. Something else or someone else matters. That That's all it takes sometimes for it to go south very quickly. I don't matter. I'm not important. Many of us, that's our script. For many of us, that's our script. I want to say that a thousand times. And many of us, that's our script. And would you say that comes from a very young place for sure for sure for many of us and i've said it four times already is that that is part of our story and for so many couples therapeutically that i work with that we work with therapeutically and group work too that is the story the story is i don't matter i'm not important and how important is it to go back to that story to begin to understand it to unpack it to think about it i think a lot of us just i know we focus a lot on story but i think there's a temptation to go that happened in the past. I'm a new person now. Yeah. I'm an adult. I, I can handle this. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. So how much attention do we give a young story? Well, I think I would I would say as as much as it is needed. As much as needed. As More much than as needed. you would think. More mm, More yeah, than one I person think, would think. For for many of us, we we want to dismiss the past as the past. And I I I think we want to be so intentional about the past is always part of the present. Sometimes it's not as loud. And sometimes it doesn't have as much impact. But the past story is always part of the present. It's just like a book. Every every chapter influences the next chapter. Every part of what was written in chapter two still impacts chapter six, although not at times directly, but it still lingers. It has impact. And I think that's part of our work in marriage is for us to be aware of how those story, that story of where, where did that where is the origin? Where did it become embedded? Mm-hmm. Where is that story of inconvenience and a bother? Mm-hmm. Because if we choose not to, it's similar to, I think, a small slint, just, I would say, splinter in our, in our finger. That if we choose to just let it be and, and not address it, it becomes infected. And for us, that has been difficult at times to be able to stay present to what's happening. And for couples that are struggling, I think, in, in those moments as well. It's what is driving the the next step in that tension, at least for us in that moment, is that story of, yeah, a bother, inconvenience. Something else or someone else is more important. Now, that that is for, I would say, for nine out of ten couples. That is so prevalent in their struggle, in their miscommunication, in their disconnection, in the tension. It's That's actually what is at root in moments where they're struggling 
is they tend to think, feel, and believe something less about themselves. And so then they get irritated, frustrated, bothered, hurt. Right. It's where you get in those arguments, those day to day arguments where、yep. you're going round and round. And then you say, wait, what are we even arguing about? I,、mm-hmm. I forgot what we were even arguing about, but we're just so frustrated in it and embedded in that. And,、right. and I think for me, what happened when you were able to share that story, and we've talked about this,、yeah. there was just n- not that really I was even that bothered at the time, but there, I mean, I guess the story about, Answering the phone with our daughter during dinner, I was a little bothered.、Um, and I think for when I heard the story again of maybe your second grade birthday party where you felt like you didn't want to be an inconvenience,、right. where you began to tamp down who you were so that、mm-hmm. you wouldn't be a bother,、um, it really softened my heart. You know, it really softened how I viewed the situation. What I thought about you, you know, and so I think that's that kindness and that softness can come when we understand、mm-hmm. some of the younger places that these ways of being have been formed. And as much as we don't want it to be true sometimes,、um, these places in our young lives, you know, even if we had a great family and these parents that loved us, there are going to be moments because of our birth order, because of Situations that happen in life, you know, just life happens, and there are places where we feel misunderstood, overlooked,、mm-hmm. sure. you know, not noticed. And and we begin to develop these scripts、um, in, at a really young age of, okay, how how can I how can I be more noticed? How can I not stand out so much?、Mm-hmm. How can I tamp down my emotion? Which was my story, you know, how, how do I tamp down my emotion?、Mm-hmm. And they become our way of relating. Because of how we had to survive as a child. You know, I had to survive in my family. I didn't want to cause trouble.、Um, we didn't do emotions in our family. We didn't do anger. We didn't do sadness. We didn't do hurt. And so I had to tamp down those areas in my life and become,、um, which created the way of relating、mm-hmm. that I brought into our marriage.、Yeah. And so, so, what would you say the script is at times for you when you feel unseen or unnoticed by me? Uh, or you might make a bid for connection and I might not respond the way you hoped for. What, what tends to be the primary script that you would say you think, feel, or believe about you? Well, I mean, I have a couple different main scripts. I think one of them is、um, not feeling important, not feeling like I have a voice, not being noticed.、Mm-hmm. Um, and I can go there pretty quickly and、um, just kind of feel overlooked. I think also part of my story was trying to do things right so that I didn't get in trouble. And part of them was tamping down my emotions、mm-hmm. and I didn't want to cause trouble and get into trouble.、Yeah. And so I think a lot of times that plays a big role in how I respond. So, like, I'm on the phone with our daughter, it's dinner, she's like having an issue she needs to talk about. And I take my dinner and I go in and I watch, I think it was a football game. I don't want to watch the game, but I'm like, I can't bear. Sitting in the presence of being an inconvenience. And so I grabbed my whatever it was. I remember. You don't remember? It was a really good、uh, dinner. It was a good dinner. <laughs> <laughs>、um, so I come out and he's not there. And I'm like, uh oh. And so my temptation is to go to a place of, oh no, I'm going to get in trouble.、Mm-hmm. You know? And,、um, but I think becoming, now that I've become more and more aware of it,、mm-hmm. um, both of our stories,、yeah. um, they don't have as much power. I、Over、think that's, that, that is the key. 
It's that as we become aware of the script, it tends to just lose its grip over time. That's all. It's not as if we erase it, but we can begin, it begins to slowly lose its grip, and over time we can actually edit the script. That's the goal. It's not to eliminate it, it's to edit over time. We cannot edit our internal script in isolation or alone. Or if we don't know what it's saying. Right. And so if we don't pay attention to what it's saying, it has so much power over us because we have no idea it's saying saying that. So all the years that my script was saying, you're going to get in trouble. And so I would get, I mean, my panic would just hit the roof Mm -hmm. if I felt like I did something wrong in our marriage. And so I would work so hard. I would get defensive. I would work so hard to explain why I did what I did. And we, we would have gone on and on about why I need to answer this phone call. And, you know, just... It could be hours, it could be days that we could have argued about that mm-hmm. because I was so desperate to show that I hadn't done something wrong, mm-hmm. you know, and, but now that I understand, oh, I'm prone to that. That's a childlike response. I, I was a child and I didn't want to get it r- wrong. And now life is complicated and there aren't clear rights and wrongs now sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, there's things we need to do and things we felt like we need to do. And, and so I'm able to think through that script and hear it, but then also say, okay, but that's not necessarily true in mm-hmm. the situation. And so that that's what we're trying to highlight is, is how do we help one another be able to edit the script? Uh, what, what is, what are ways that we engage one another in the, in the internal script? Mm-hmm. And again, awareness is, is key. Uh, remembering that the goal or the hope is to edit the script over time uh, it's not to eliminate it. It's not to uh, just simply delete it because it's, imp- again, I want to use this word impossible, but careful with that word. But it's part it's, of us. It's part of right? us. It's, it's part, part of, of who we are. It's part, it's part of how we have been uh, shaped and formed. And when we are shaped and formed in a certain way, it, it, it's difficult to do a, a complete redo, but we can do a bit of an edit. So here's another example. Uh, recently, I was working with a couple. And uh, I'll say for him, he had a really, uh, I would just say, a sad story around abuse. Uh, when he was in trouble, uh, he would often um, be shamed and yelled at and ridiculed, particularly by his mother. And he really struggled to stay present with his wife when she was upset, naturally so, because he would get triggered, he would get bothered, he, he would have a reactive a reactive way of being with her because of the internal script. So here would be like a common example. She one day uh, approached him and was upset uh, about, uh, he forgot to, I'll just say, take care of uh, a chore for one of the kids. Like he agreed to do something and then didn't do it. He forgot, uh, which we all do, right? We forget things. Okay. Uh, And she, I would say she had some energy about it. Uh, and, and in that moment, as she approached him, she was upset, she was bothered. And, and in that very moment, the internal script for him is I'm in trouble, uh, and there's something wrong with me. And so he was reacting to this internal script and the way he reacts to it is he flees, he disengages, uh, he walks away. He just doesn't be, because for him, it's actually a form of self-protection, but the script was saying, uh, oh, uh, there's something wrong with me. Uh, I've done something wrong and the way and which it for him implies that, that he is wrong. So sometimes our script is, is connected to shame. 
shame being, again, this core judgment of self. Not just what I did was wrong, but there's something wrong with me. And that, that would be another example of how scripts play themselves out. And so over time, uh, she would actually, she actually began to develop a tender response to him in those moments when she was aware he was reacting to this belief structure, this internal script of, uh oh, there's something wrong with me. Uh, and because well, you can see how, you know, if it's unaddressed, he, he she's coming at, she's frustrated. Like right. they're both right, you know, in a way. Like she may be frustrated because you said you were going to do you this. Mean, right? Well, I mean, it's not like we're saying one or the other is not in this situation. Uh-huh. You know, he forgot that yeah. happens and yeah. she was frustrated that sure. happens. Both natural. And then, but then it, when he walked away, I'm thinking that is just, um, can be so much more frustrating. Like that can really lead to like, oh, well, you don't even care now mm-hmm. and you're just walking away and now you don't think I'm important. You know, it right. could just lead to so many. Right. Which is, again, for her, was part of her internal script was, I, I don't matter. I must right. not be important enough. Right. And so that was the dance. This is a dance. The, the dance of internal scripts. They, they move toward and they move away. And, and it's often connected again to what we are saying, thinking, feeling, believing about ourselves. Right. Sometimes I, the way we cope with that is that we project it onto the other or we, we somehow react to the other as if they're the problem or something's wrong with them. It's a natural way sometimes we cope. But, but what helps in those moments over time is that awareness of the script. And over time for her, she was actually able to say, uh, hang on, what happened? What's going on for you? Like I love, I love how Brene Brown puts it, where she talks about, this is the story I'm telling myself right mm, now. Right. It's another way to say it. Like, okay, I just need to tell you, which I think she does in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, she says to try to do in the moment where. Okay, What's the story? The story I'm telling myself yeah. right now is that, um, you know, I don't matter, or I'm I'm in trouble, and I'm going to lose a relationship with you. Yeah. And and something's wrong with me or whatever our story is. So I love that wording as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a, a helpful way to, to end as we come to an end is that is such an essential part of helping edit the story that we're telling ourselves is our, the other, our partner, our spouse, being able to ask and wonder, well, I wonder what the story is. What's yeah. the story you're telling yourself? In a curious way. In a curious with way. With kindness. With kindness. Uh, hard to do when we're frustrated with the response. Hard to do when, you know, I walk away from the table. Hard to do when Lisa feels hurt uh, by me not responding to a bid that she made. Hard for this couple, you know, when he feels like he's in trouble and she feels like she's done something wrong. And so I think our hope in this moment is, yes, to have awareness. So what what is the story that you're telling yourself in those moments? Because that can be a, a helpful rewrite over time in the edit of the internal script. The Reconnect Marriage Podcast is hosted by the Reconnect Institute. For more information, you can find us on the web at thereconnectinstitute.com. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram at Reconnect Marriage. <laughs>